This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Ryan Farwell, Bill Cariola, Heather Van Waldick, and Michael W. McClure. And by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity. It looks like they had the new units on the floor and they'd taken the old ones out when, uh... Yeah, I'm sorry about this, Doctor. You should back out of there and let's try a different route. Uh, yeah, okay. That sounds like a good... Whoa, whoa, hey! Doctor? We've lost his signal. Dr. Mason, please respond. Relativity, episode 33, in which Marcus and Sophia take care of people. I'm getting nothing. No life sign, no contact with this radio implant. No voice response. Can you boost the signal? Affirmative. Boosting to 200%. Mission Control to Dr. Mason, do you read? I'm seeing the carrier wave from his implant now. Dr. Mason, please respond. We have contact, we do, but if he's knocked out, what do we do? Hmm. We wait. What's the recommended protocol for loss of contact? You're asking me. I've only been flight director for about 20 minutes. Yes, and look what's happened already. Whoa, this is not my fault. Sophia will say it was. She will not. Dr. Mason, please respond. You know, we should have built these things with mechanical arms that we could control from here. So we could reach out and shake him a little bit. That's not very helpful right now. That's an idea for the next ship somebody builds. Wait, you know, that's not entirely crazy. We can't do that, but maybe we could do something like it. Sophia's had me researching audio transmission through bone conduction. Why does she want that? Never mind. The point is, Dr. Mason's audio implants are in his skull, right? Two over the ear and one in his jaw? Standard procedure. If he's been knocked out, he may not hear us calling him, but we might be able to set up a vibration that would be like shaking him a little. From the inside out, an extremely rude awakening. Better than lying in a corridor unconscious, though, right? Maybe. I'm, I'm going to send him a tone. Oh, yeah, I can almost feel that in my own skull. Dr. Mason, can you respond? Dr. Mason, can you respond? Oh, what is... Doctor! What is that awful noise? <laughs> Welcome back, Doctor. What's your condition? cabinets and thick black cables and I got a hell of a headache. I'm sorry if we made it worse, Doctor, but it seemed like the only way we could bring you back to consciousness. Okay. I'll get my revenge on you somehow. I thought it was a pretty neat trick. Can you tell me if you were seriously injured apart from the blow to the head? Uh, I seem to be okay. I mean, I can move my arms and legs, but I, well, I can't see much except a few blinking lights because I dropped my flashlight when all this junk came crashing down on me. Are you able to free yourself? Yeah, I can take myself out of here, but I have to be honest, my head really, really hurts. I need to get to sickbay and give myself a scan to be sure, but I, I may have a skull fracture. Understood. You have to remember, most people go their entire lives without being knocked unconscious, but I got a nasty blow to the head back when the explosion happened, and then I was knocked out inside a spacesuit, and today makes number three within a matter of a few days. So, if I don't have a serious head injury by now, my skull must be made of solid concrete. And don't say that would explain a lot of things. I was not going to say that. No, but you were thinking it. I'll be free of all this in a minute. 
I'm afraid, though, my beloved flashlight is gone for good. How much of this is important stuff that I'm going to need to fix? I'm afraid we don't have an answer for that at this time. Okay, uh, just for the record, I probably should go back to sickbay and give myself a good scan and take something for this headache, but I am highly motivated to go back and get this damn environment suit, bring it to the habitat, and go into the freezer and come back with a full report on whatever's in there, and then go to my sleep station and collapse. So that's what I'd prefer to do. That choice is really up to you. I like working with you, Marcus. Maybe better than with Sophia. She never tells me I can make up my own mind about things. That may mean I'm doing this wrong. Well, I hope not, but here's one decision that's been made for us. The way back has been blocked by debris, but the way up ahead is still clear, and I can see a light up ahead. If you can go on to the engineering section, we can bring you back along a different route. Okay then, yeah, let's, let's push ahead. Uh, oh, and one more thing, Marcus. Yes, sir? Promise me you will never do that brain-vibrating thing to me again. I can't promise you that. Then I take it back. You're worse than Sophia. Okay, onward. Here you go. Good night's sleep makes everything better. I mean it. It's true. You said exactly what I always used to say to you, so I thought you were being sarcastic. Is that what you used to say to me? Always. Good night's sleep makes everything better. And it's true. (laughs) Of course it is. Now, sip this slowly, it's hot. What is it? It's just protein mix. And? And a tiny drop of melatonin. How tiny? Almost none. Don't act like I'm trying to secretly drug you. No, I want you to put more in. Do you have the bottle? I put in the recommended dose. I'm not trying to be difficult. I was upset because putting a drug into someone's drink, well, the last person to do this was me. I put those drops into Sipple's water. I know, Mama. I'm sorry you had to be the one to do it. I will never forget that. Forget what I did. Let's not talk about it right now, Mama. You have to get some good sleep. I do. And so do you, Liebchen. Believe me, I will. I'm completely exhausted. You could lie here beside me. Do you remember when you were little, when you were upset, when you were frightened or sad? You would come to ask if you could sleep next to me? I do. Your father was traveling a lot in those days, and I think, well, I was glad to have someone near, and I hoped it was calming to you, that you felt safe and secure and loved. I did, Mama, always. You would hold me and sometimes sing to me, and very low and soft, and I felt like nothing in the world could harm me. That's right. Come, it is a very big bed. You have plenty of room over there. I, I just have to check on some things before I I can call it a day. You never stop working. No, I guess I don't. And I won't lie to you, Mama. I I will probably wake up before you do, and I will have to go back to mission control when I do. And I will be alone again. Unfortunately true. I'm hoping it won't be so bad in the daytime. You know there is a hurricane coming. We've weathered them before, but you do make me wonder, could I get a security clearance for you so you could come to work with me? I went with you before with no security clearance. Because we smuggled you in. I'm talking about being able to walk in with your head held high and looking the security people right in the eye. 
And then go down to the storage place where Sybil is sleeping? You know I would want to stay there. Well, yes, and I don't think that would work. So, tell me what is so important that you need to look at on the computer before you sleep. You know what? Nothing. Nothing that can't wait until tomorrow. I left Marcus in charge, and I've learned that I can trust him completely. Then come lie beside me. Now you can be the one who holds me. If you think it'll help, I might even sing to you. How are you doing, Doctor? Well, I'm at the junction you told me about. It branches off three ways from here. You want the one in the middle. Uh, very easy. All right. Uh, Marcus, I am in the middle corridor, and I see light ahead. Uh, why are there so few lights back here? I believe the engineers preferred it that way because they wore helmets with... Oh, with, the, with the lights on them. Yeah, I remember they did that. They were the people I knew least well on the whole ship. I mean, they, they kept very much to themselves. We can be like that, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, I, I keep meaning to ask, who is that? This is Prit V. Amin, one of our best people. Uh, he's Marcus when you're being Sophia. Something like that. Good to have you along for the ride, Prit V. I also have Daria Breakweight monitoring this. She's another one of our best engineers, but she prefers to remain on mute. I respect that. Hello, Daria. I'm coming up to another juncture. Where do I go from here? You want the corridor to the right. On the right. Okay. Headed down that way. I see a life sign there, so it must be you. I keep trying to envision how this whole network of corridors can be rotating to simulate gravity. Your central computer should have a complete schematic. You really should examine it sometime. It's completely fascinating. Well, that's not exactly my idea of a good time. But if that's what you enjoy, more power to you. It's really very interesting. Uh, to you. That doesn't mean... Let me put it this way. How would you like to hear all about the effects of blood pressure on human telomere therapy? Uh, no, no. I do not wish to hear that. Uh, take your point, Doctor. Different interests for different people. Oh, you wouldn't want everybody to be the same, would you? It's the great lesson of biology. Diversity is strength. Can't argue with that. Flight? Are you seeing the anomaly in Section 42? Not yet. No. Uh, what are you guys talking about? The next place you're going is Section 42. There's an environment hatch there, and it's been sealed. What? Put that on my screen. Do you see it now? I do. It looks like we'll be able to open it when he gets there. Yes, but I think we will want to keep it closed. Are you guys going to tell me what you're talking about or not? The atmosphere readings on that side of the door you're approaching are irregular. To say the least... Please don't tell me we're open to space over there. I've had my lifetime fill of explosive decompression. No, it's pressurized. It's just, I can't get a clear reading. Gentlemen, we're neglecting the obvious. This is the kind of thing that Nadia does best. Agreed. Mission Control to Konyechny Central Computer. Konyechny Central Computer responding. How may I be of assistance? We're trying to understand an anomaly in the reading on our onboard system. What is the composition of the internal atmosphere between aft section 42 and the aft airlock? Scanning. Nitrogen 77%. Oxygen 20%. One moment. I have conflicting information. Yeah, either that's not all or I can't do simple addition. This is very strange. I have a reading which shows the atmosphere to be completely normal. 
But I have another reading of the same area showing another gaseous substance. So what's the abnormal substance? It is chemically similar to isoflurane. Isoflurane? What is that? Is that bad? In a way, it's an old-style anesthetic. Computer, could that gas have leaked into that corridor from some other part of the ship? Negative. No system aboard the ship uses isoflurane as a component of its operation. So it was manufactured and added to the atmosphere in that section by somebody who wanted to knock a bunch of people out at once. That would have been my dear old friend Peter Miblin. I now intend to go back to the habitat and raise him from the dead just so I can kill him again. I'm afraid you will find that is impossible, Doctor. Joke, Nadia. I can perform a complete exchange of the entire atmosphere in that section. Uh, then do it now so I can go in there. One moment. Another anomaly. What now? Before performing an atmosphere cycle, I must scan the area for life forms which may be affected by the change. Well, I think you can skip that because I'm the only person alive on the ship and I'm on the other side of the hatch. But I now have life sign readings for three people in the engineering section. Say again? I now have life sign readings for three people in the engineering section. Nadia, we've established that is not possible. Nonetheless, I now have life sign readings for three people in the engineering section. Relativity Episode 33 In which Marcus and Sophia take care of people Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackelford Featured in the cast were Alana Jordan, Stephanie Lindsay, Clarence Brown, Lee Shackelford, and Scotty Moore The part of central computer Nadia was played by herself Find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, like us on social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.